You're listening to Hump Day News and Rumors on Mousecapades Radio. Get ready for something majestic. The following is an original production of the Mousecapades Radio Network. Hey, Mouse Capades listeners, this is Vicki, and I'm here with Stephanie and our colleagues, Gina and Sarah from the Your Story Travel Company. We hope that you're all staying safe, happy, and healthy. This is episode 680, and you're listening to the number one podcast that entertains that space between your ears, the Mouse Capades podcast. Today, we'll be bringing you all the latest Disney rumors and news to help your week be a bit more magical. The Mouse Capades podcast is a part of Your Story Travel Company. If you're looking to book a trip, one of us would be glad to help. Just text us. We have Gina, Sarah, Vicki, or myself, Stephanie, at 636-395-0544, or email us at yourstorytravel.com, and we'll be happy to get with you to design a magical vacation. A small refundable deposit of $200 will hold your trip, so contact us today. So, I'm going to kick this off with an interesting story, because you know we always have a few interesting (laughs) things that come out of Disney. (laughs) Yes, we do. So a woman is suing Disney Parks and Resorts after allegedly being electrocuted in her hotel room at Disney's Grand Floridian Resort and Spa in September of 2018. So Kaylee cannot say it's the Grand Floridian because she may get electrocuted. That's where she wants to say. Courtney Randall says that on September 9th, 2018, her family noticed that the electrical outlets in their room were protruding from the wall and they did not work. They notified cast members and were told that someone would attend to this issue on that or later that day. And on September 10th, 2018, Randall attempted to use that outlet and was electrocuted. Okay, first of all, if you thought there was a problem and it was sticking out. Why are you using it? Thank you. <laughs> so Randall claims in her lawsuit, which was filed on November 4th, 2021, in Orange County Circuit Court, that she has since suffered disability disfigurement mental anguish, loss of capacity for the enjoyment of life, expensive medical care, and loss of future earning capacity due to this incident. She's represented by Max A. Eichenblatt of Winter Park. Okay. Why did it take her? Yeah, I've got some questions too. I bet they're the same. (laughs) Three years to file this? Yes. Right. That's one. Why did it take her so long to file? Two, why was she messing with an outlet that she thought was broken to begin with? What I feel is left out here is, did someone indeed come to fix it? Yeah. Because if they did, and they said it fixed, and then she used it, that would make more sense. That would be more, you know, that would definitely make more sense. But if she doesn't know that someone fixed it, and it's still protruding from the wall, and she goes to use it anyways, why? But yeah, that's a long time to wait. That is. So one of the uh, outlets in Tammy and I's room at Old Key West didn't work. Uh, we did call and tell them, but then the phones didn't work. Yeah, that was weird. But it was weird because the day before, the phone in your guys' room worked, but the phone in the living room didn't work. Well, they need to get it fixed because that was, like, if we wouldn't have been with you, one of you guys would have had to walk there. It was not a big deal for us because we just had each of us at our carry-on and our regular luggage, but still was a little bit of an inconvenience because it wasn't close. 
Gina, you can always just say that you are electrocuted and that you now have loss of capacity for enjoyment of life. <laughs> so oh, Disney for I that. Think, I don't think being a travel agent that would go very far. I don't think so either. Oh my goodness. That's She's just going to suck it up and try to make her life happy. Right. That just gets me. I'll just keep Man. going to Disney and if something happens, I'll just say, hey, can you fix this? And go on. <laughs> and I do feel really bad like if she really is injured like okay i'm i feel really bad for us making fun of her right now but like you knew you knew something was wrong with that outlet don't mess with it well i'm like sarah there's gonna be more to the story that yeah, we're not there's, hearing there's something missing there yeah three sure. years come on <sighs> maybe it took that long to pile all the doctor's notes and all the stuff together maybe each year one of these claims was added on so we started with disability disfigurement. Next year, she had mental anguish, so on and so forth. Right, and maybe she just didn't think it was that serious. Like, I'm not going to do anything about this. I'm only going to, I don't know, a chiropractor or something at this point. And then it's like, okay, now, now I've got all of these issues. I bet it's all from this time I got electrocuted. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I'm, we watched Home Alone 2 today. My kids are home from school. And there's that part where he gets electrocuted. <laughs> yes, yes. And he's like, uh, you know, and he, you see his skeleton. Yes. <laughs> and this is what I'm imagining in my mind. Because I've accidentally, you know, like doing something, I've kind of got zapped. Yeah. You know, when I've touched an outlet before. And it was nothing to write home about. Um, unfortunately, we live in a very litigious society and um maybe she's out for some money that's that's honestly what i think and i think <laughs> the three years could have also been just because of covid because things got held up so much in court but that was, still was 2018 so <laughs> she had a whole yeah, year some time i don't know yeah it's just a funny story it is a funny story <laughs> it's a florida story this one we'll, we won't spend too much time talking about, but it was really unfortunate and kind of bizarre. Um, any guests with a reservation for Oga's Cantina at Disneyland, not Disney World, uh, anywhere from January 1st to February 6th, all of a sudden they got an email that their reservation had been canceled. And it just dropped everybody's reservations. So these reservations do took a long time and, you know, got up bright and early for all of them were gone. Reservations during that time frame are now, of course, reopened due to the auto cancellation, but that didn't mean that you just got your reservation back. You had to get back on as soon as they announced that, hey, they're open again, which, of course, by then they were they gone. Were probably gone. <laughs> so yeah. Ooh, that's you safe. lost out. Yeah. This seems to have been due to a glitch with the Disneyland Resort Reservation System, but a reason hasn't been confirmed for anyone. Um, I would be really frustrated by this. I do feel bad for them. As a as a client, like as some a, somebody who's going, I would be really upset. Mm -hmm. As a travel agent, I would be like, I would almost feel like it's my fault and it's not my fault. I promise you, I didn't do anything. This wasn't me. It would just be frustrating on all ends. I feel like they wanted to get the Genie Plus out. And uh, Nick was talking to me about that today, about how he literally was at Hollywood Studios for two hours and he purchased the Genie Plus just so he could talk about it with us. And he couldn't get anything. He walked around, he couldn't get anything. And so he just left. 
I'm thinking they should have spent a little more time with the Genie Plus because I think that the, the I, we know the IT is a hard, had a lot of problems because we have problems all the time as agents. So I can't imagine that that's not what's causing all these other glitches. I have heard so many horror stories just on these Disney Facebook groups, people talking about the stuff that happened. Like, you know, the system, they purchased the system and it's gone down and they can't do anything. Like, well, he wanted to get his money back, but he said, you have to wait a guest relations. And he said, the line was forever long. Mm. Right. And he said, and he said, they know that. They know where that he goes. I wasn't waiting in that line for my $15. It wasn't worth it to me. My time was more important. Hmm. I mean, this is slightly related, but we're going in, what is it, 32 days we're going on our trip. Yay! I just paid it off today. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Anyways, and I, for previous family trips, I have never done this, but recently I have started checking the My Disney Experience app every day just to make sure that my reservation is still there. Oh, that's probably a good um, idea. I didn't yeah, think about that. Yeah, and stuff are disappearing. Yeah. Park reservations are disappearing. Dining reservations are disappearing. It's awful. Screenshot, it's like, screenshot, screenshot. I know. Yeah. It's, it's like when the when the park shut down, everything didn't have to work for a while. And now it's like, ooh, you have to work again. And it's fighting back saying, no, I want off again. <laughs> um, I don't know. It's, it's intense. We ha- still haven't. We're definitely not adding it to our package. We decided that a while ago, but if we use Genie Plus from, you know, on a day-to-day basis is yet to be determined. I've heard a lot of the time that you don't really need it. That like the standby lines are not that long. Stephanie said her client or the one that we interviewed, Stephanie's client, she said Magic Kingdom definitely, but Hollywood Studios is really hard for her to get a reservation kind of like Nick where it was She's like, okay, I got two reservations and that's it. Well, he recommended that I don't even try to use it. He's like, Vicki, I don't see that you're, because that was last week. He said, I don't see that you guys are going to be beneficial. He goes, I could be wrong. But he said, I'm going by my crowds and my crowds, the crowd calendar doesn't say it's as busy when he was there as when we're going to be there. So, I say try it on Magic Kingdom Day. I will. Just to say you could try it. I honestly, I don't think Disney Plus is, or Genie Plus is going to last that long. I really don't. Not unless I get the bugs worked out. Yeah, they're going to have to tweak it. It's not going to last. We have two days in every park with the exception of Animal Kingdom. So my husband was saying, for fun, let's do Genie Plus one day and no Genie Plus the other day. Right. Compare the days. That's a good idea. That's Um, a very good idea. That's what my clients did. I'm just, I'm worried that I'm going to be so focused on using genie plus that i'm not going to be able to stay enjoy in the it. moment and enjoy this time with my family that's i my don't think concern. that's the case you don't think so okay. no i think the frustrating thing about genie plus is the fact that you can't always get all the stuff that you want and then you're like i just paid 15 bucks per person like so mm-hmm. my family was 60 dollars that I just paid yep. and now what I don't get the rides that I was hoping to get and so it just gets like that gets frustrating but I didn't feel like I was on my phone too much and see I've been trying to look and I can't get a good picture now you know for what it's going to be like at the end of January because it's this time of year um, but I'll look closer after the holidays are over but 
I've been trying to look at the tip board and see, you know, what is available at lunchtime that you could still get a lightning lane for in each park. You know, do I think it's going to be worth it to have it? Because I do enjoy skipping the lines if I can, because it's more time for us to do other things. Um, my kids aren't super old, so we're, we still have to do some inner, you know, entertainment in lines. Um, so we'll see. All right, Gina, bring us back on track. <laughs> <laughs> I said that one wasn't going to get us off track, and it did. <laughs> well, maybe this one won't too much. So on Tuesday over at the Budget Kingdom, um, a small fire broke out. John Shirley, the Reedy Creek Firefighters Association president, told Orlando Sentinel that the call initially came into the fire department around 6.45 p.m as an electrical fire on a junction box right outside the castle. The security guard who was transported after inhaling dry chemicals from the fire extinguisher was the only injury. Um, a tree next to the junction box caught fire, resulting in evacuation of Cinderella Castle. Firefighters initially reported that a firework appeared to have caught the tree on fire, but no fireworks were launched during that time. The official cause is still under investigation as it is unclear how the junction box started the fire. Uh, the firefighters avoid driving through main, main areas of Disney parks when possible. The nature of the call caused responders to drive down the middle of Main Street oh, in cool. the Magic Kingdom. <laughs> <laughs> I saw the, like, TikTok videos of this. Yeah. I'm like, because I remember I was scrolling through Facebook and I happened to see this and I'm like, wait a minute, what happened? And I scrolled back real quick. It was weird to see pictures of yes. a fire truck yeah. on Main Street. Like, oh my goodness. I'm texting my husband to see what would cause a junction box fire. He's an electrical engineer. Okay, you do that and let us know. <laughs> no, seriously. Well, we know it wasn't fireworks because obviously fireworks were not shooting off at that time. Oh, uh, if you didn't know this, when the fireworks happen, they turn on sprinklers that keep all the roofs of the building wet. So if stuff lands from the fireworks, it won't catch on fire. I think that's pretty awesome. I didn't know that. That's cool. The pictures I saw made, it did not look like it was dark. Yeah, it was dusk. Huh. There's there's great cameras now. Okay. <laughs> Maybe that's what it was. I was like, Stephanie's like, those were some great cameras. Holy cow. I am no <laughs> hey, idea. I've got night sight on my phone, and it might as well be daytime. A lot of people were speculating that they, that like one of the kitchens or something caught fire over there something in a kitchen but apparently not corrosion can build up on the connection so that they get really hot maybe even start arcing inside the box depending on the type of connection arcing bad news bears i will put it this way my husband um when we were first married and dating enjoyed sending me pictures of things that would get fried in um substations and whatnot and I learned all about arcing so yeah it sounds like maybe some upkeep and uh maybe some handyman work was needed at Cinderella's castle they hadn't been refurbishing those boxes like they should I guess they didn't do it when they refurbished the castle itself 
<laughs> All right, sorry that took a while. Okay. Disney has responded to the civil lawsuits against Dis- Walt Disney Parks and Resorts in regards to the Magic Key program at Disneyland. Here we go again. There's another lawsuit. This one, I think, is warranted, though. Okay. The company has chosen to file a notice of removal, which takes the case from state court to a United States district court. The lawsuit was filed by Janelle Nielsen, both individually and on behalf of other Dream Key holders. It alleges that limiting the number of park pass reservations available for Dream Keys, which were advertised as having no blackout blackout dates, when passes for regular tickets are still available is a violation of the program's contract as well as false advertising. In total, the lawsuit includes six causes of action, including violations of the Consumer Legal Remedies Act, violations of the false advertising law, violations of the unfair competition law, breach of contract, negligent misrepresentation, and concealment non-disclosure. Rachel Ald, a vice president within the Disney Parks Experiences and Products Division of the Walt Disney World Company, excuse me, Walt Disney Company, gave a declaration supporting removal. Ald's declaration was made to explain why Disney meets the criteria required to file a notice of removal. Ald cites the facts that the plaintiff, Nielsen, is a California resident while Walt Disney Parks and Resorts is based out of Florida and that the amount in controversy exceeds $5 million since Nielsen is filing on behalf of all Dream Key holders. Ald states that Disney sold more than 3,600 Dream Key passes at the rate of $1,399 each, totaling more than the $5 million benchmark. Nielsen will have 30 days to file a motion to remand, which would move the case back to state court. Well, that's a pricey lawsuit, huh? I'm not saying that the price is right, but I do. We talked about that. It might have been two weeks ago, Steph. I can't even remember, but it did say no blackout dates. And then all of a sudden they're saying, oh, we're closed for all the weekends for the rest. That was in November, actually, um, that pass holders couldn't get any weekends. No pass holders. Well, you can't say there's no blackout dates and then say that your weekends are sorry. We're all booked up. Agreed. You can't have. That's not what this is saying to me, but I guess. I haven't looked into this either because I'm sort of out of the Disneyland loop. That's what I was, as you were reading it, that's what I was interpreting. Yeah, it was just saying that they they said there was no blackout dates and then suddenly there were. So they're asking for all of the money back for their... Remember in the passes you would make, it would tell you how many park park reservations you could hold at a time? Is that Mm -hmm. separate from the blockout dates? That's per year um, because I have a client um, because poor Gina and maybe even Stephanie, I can't remember who all was asking questions, but she purchased the tickets in her package. Then she realized that she was going three more times. And so she went ahead and went to get a pass. Well, she got the pass, um, but she needed to make sure there's another time that somebody wanted to meet at a park and she was going to be in Florida. And so we had to make sure, but it, yeah, but hmm. it's only five trips total. That's not five park day reservations. It's five trips. Yeah. Which I get, but that's kind of misleading too, because when you say annual pass to me, annual pass means like silver dollar city. Go whenever you want. Yes. But that's right. not the situation anymore. 
Like, so if you use up those five, I guess you have to pay another $1,399. And they're not even selling annual passes anymore right now. Correct. Which yeah. is weird. I, 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 I don't get it. I guess if when I was looking at all of these, and granted, I'm not in a position to do any sort of annual pass right now, but when I was looking at all the descriptions, it seemed like there was always some caveat where you could only hold a certain amount of reservations in the year, so you're automatically excluding some portion of the year if you buy into it. Um, but that's me, and I don't know all the all of the details here. And I, you know, obviously I haven't seen the the um, the small type that has all the, the details. Fine print. <laughs> yes, the fine print. Thank you. Um, but I'm sure there's something in there that covers Disney in this case. But who knows? I don't. That's I'm not a lawyer. So you guys can see my face, but nobody else can see my face but my family is wigging out because i had already saw this as a rumor twice today but now it came out through cnbc oh yes yeah i saw this it is just a rumor my friends at this point that does not mean it <laughs> won't happen but it is a rumor cnbc cnbc is reporting the prediction of bob Iger returning as the disney ceo of in 2022 mm -hmm. i hope so yeah no kidding <laughs> i really hope so um, my family's cheering over here. I wonder if the whole, can the cancellations of the Galactic Star Cruiser have been the straw that broke the camel's back. I have no idea, but I thought that was crazy. So this is good news though, from December 19th, or maybe not, December 19th through January 3rd, four Walt Disney World attractions that currently have individual lightning lane access will instead be available through Genie Plus. These attractions are Space Mountain at Magic Kingdom, Frozen Ever After at Epcot, Mickey's and Minnie's Runaway Railway at, that is such a mouthful, at Disney's Hollywood Studios and Expedition Everest at Disney's Animal Kingdom. So instead of paying separately to skip the line at these attractions, they will be included in the $15 Genie Plus service. I was thinking that was a good thing, but now I'm thinking that might not be a good thing because you might not be able to get it. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm just thinking out loud. Expedition Everest, when we were on it, there was no line. Like, literally, we walked right on it. I was going to say the same thing. Expedition Everest should never, ever have been a paid, pay-for attraction. Expedition Everest just blows my mind. I'm thinking just because it's a big coaster in the park, and it's the only... They had to have two, so they picked that one. <laughs> yeah. But I'm with you, Gina. <laughs> just my thoughts <laughs> honestly i'm surprised it wasn't kilimanjaro because everybody goes yeah. to kilimanjaro yeah. right i'm also surprised and with the lines that i've been seeing for uh jungle cruise <laughs> jungle cruise could have been one of those um individual <laughs> selections absolutely holy moly so the third white rhino was born within the last 13 months at animal kingdom and on that 13 number, it is the 13th white rhino who has been born at Walt Disney World. This week, Disney released pictures of that adorable little baby rhino. The mother is Lola. She delivered a healthy female calf in early November. 
So in the wild, rhinoceroses are hunted for their horns and their population continues to dwindle. The Disney Conservation Fund supports um, fund supports projects focused on habitat monitoring and restoration. Rhinos are the world's second largest land mammal. They have a gestational period of 16 to 18 months. Me over here with the baby due in February, I'm like, oh gosh, please no. Oh, I cannot really make it to February right now. Um, babies weigh about 140 pounds at birth. Oh, poor mama Lola. Lola and her calf will bond backstage for several months before joining the herd on the um, Harambe Wildlife Reservation or Reserve. The first of the three recent calves, Ranger, can be seen during Kilimanjaro Safari. And we actually saw that in October. Is that really rare for them to have white rhinos? I just know they're close to extinction. Yeah. Black rhinos, I think, are more populous, and I think white rhinos are not so much. I just think it's cool that they've been able to have three recently. Yes, it's very cool. Especially with how that is awesome. How long it takes for them to have a baby. Here's a kind of off sidetrack, but over here in Cincinnati, we have a, uh, well, it's not a baby anymore, but the hippo that was born prematurely. It's dad, I believe. Is it Disney? Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. How weird is that? They transported his um, goods? Yep. Okay. Yeah. They do that all the time in throughout zoos. They'll, mm-hmm. They're trying to bring back populations, so they'll send the daddies around. <laughs> okay. Oh, oh, that's this is I very entertaining. Yeah, I'm learning some some trivia Biology. questions here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's move on to some fun stuff. Let's talk about <laughs> Run Disney. Um, I know some of us are big fans of Run Disney. I have only done the one out event, and it was... Um, <laughs> Virtual. I like how you talk about run, run Disney, and then you ouch. Ow. <laughs> Sorry, my foot got bit by my cat. <laughs> I guess I was swinging it underneath the table. <laughs> so uh, Walt Disney has released a calendar of their late 2020 and early 2023 Run Disney events. So 2022 Disney Wine and Dine Half Marathon Weekend powered by Aftershocks will be November 3rd through 6, 2022, right after my birthday. Uh, 2023 Walt Disney World Marathon Weekend will be January 4th through the 8th, 2023. 2023 Disney Princess Half Marathon Weekend presented by Cork Circle will be February 23rd through the 26th of 2023. 2023 Run Disney Springtime Surprise Weekend will be April 13th through the 16th, 2023. And I hope that that is not the weekend that our spring break is, because if it is, I'll be there that weekend. So I just wanted to remind all the listeners that after I interviewed my clients that went to the Wine and Dine, even though you don't know for sure if you're going to get into the wine and dine if before it runs out 
they told you you should go ahead and book your rooms now because it's a $200 deposit to, as long as you get a package, it's a $200 deposit, deposit to hold your reservation because they had a hard time trying to get a room. So wow. just their two cents that they had mentioned when I interviewed them. So I'm just putting it out there. And as Vicki said last time, some people are grabbing all kinds of room reservations to make it difficult for people to get rooms for big events like that and force you to to use them. So good idea to get those rooms and then you can always cancel if you need it. Construction walls have been removed and replaced with new blue fencing at the old site of Primeval Whirl in Disney's Animal Kingdom. The open area remains locked off with green temporary fencing. Orange fans are on blue wooden posts around the square seating area. There are no seats in the area yet, but cast members did tell us it would be a seating area and benches are now pictured in the area on the Disney's Animal Kingdom digital map. The Indiana Jones Epic Stunt Spectacular returned to Hollywood Studios this past Sunday after being closed since March the 20 or March 2020 when of course we all know the world shut down. The storyline of the stunt show will remain the same, but they've made small changes to effects, dialogue, and more. The show takes guests through the process of making a stunt-heavy film like those in the Indiana Jones show. Tom Bazana, the show's director, said that the dialogue has been updated to relate more to modern technology and kids who are used to filming on their smartphones. Some of the actual stunts have been updated as well. There's this peekaboo thing that happens with Indy and Marion coming through the clothes rack and they decided to let's focus on this fun part of the stunt, a kerfuffle, don't even ask what it is, happens that was never there before. I'm assuming that's like a little fight. The final fight around the airplane has become more energetic. There are so many new and exciting things that have been added and tweaked that even those that have seen this show many times are going to be excited. I know I'm looking forward to taking my mom to see it next week. Can't believe that. We're leaving Thursday. Can't believe it. Guess I'll have to wait until October. I love this as it's entertaining, but it's also a nice place to get in some shade. And they have the giant fans. And get off your feet because your feet hurt. Yes. <laughs> that was the relaxation station there. And it was the genius one, by the way, yeah. when they had it. Vicki, I expect to see some Snapchats. Okay. you're. I'm on it. I don't know how you get them to run. I need to keep figuring out how to do that. Hold it. You just hold the button, hold the... I'll show you tomorrow. Okay. Hold the circle. Because she sends me cutest videos of her kids, and I'm like, how does she do that? Just hold it. <laughs> Instead of pushing the circle, just hold it. Okay. All right. So interestingly enough, the Galactic Star Cruiser that was sold out for its first three months now has some openings. This is kind of what Sarah was hitting on before. Right. It seems that guests that were booked are coming upon their 90-day deadline to pay for their trip, and they're canceling before they pay in full. Two sailings are currently available in March of 2022, the first month of the hotel's operation. One is available in April, and seven are now available in May. The late June voyage, as well as all of July and August, are still available. So, I mean, we can sit here and speculate on what's going on. It's freaking expensive. <laughs> what's going on? Yeah. I just wonder if they're not going to be done with it. I think they will. I don't know. I just think it's more that people like booked it because they knew it was going to be hard to get. 
Yeah. But they weren't sure if they were going to be able to afford it or not. And then they're like, okay, I can't. Or they're realizing they could stay at a cheaper resort. And is it really going to be worth all that? I think they're going to have to change it and make, make it somewhat affordable. Yeah. I mean, you're looking at for one of the cheapest packages and it's only two nights. It's spending $6,000. Right. That's crazy. Insane. <laughs> crazy. Who has that kind of money? Oh, Bob Chapik. <laughs> yeah, he's got it. He'll be there. I don't know. And then they had the thing with the um, the the video that was disliked so much that it was taken down. Oh, yeah. So I, I, I don't know. I'm not sure what's going on here. Sounds like, it sounds like this just isn't going over the way they thought it would. I wonder if it's gone too far into that niche of Star Wars fan and is not appealing enough to a wider audience. Yeah, because that, no offense, but I have no desire. Well, I mean, you have to be a super fan to want to pay that amount of money. Mm-hmm. If it was cheaper, sure. Like a normal right. person I mean, who's not like super obsessed, like they'd be fine with it. But it's I mean, too expensive. I I love Star Wars. We go see all the movies. You know, we have a ton of Star Wars Legos I'm looking at right this second. But, um, you know, is it enough to tempt me to want to stay somewhere for two nights? And pay that much money? Yeah. And what are you getting besides the hotel? You get access to Galaxy's Edge. But is that worth $6,000? No. (laughs) No, it's not. It's just that's negatory. (laughs) But I also think there's cancellations just on people's regular Disney trips, too. It's just, yeah, since there's less availability, it seems a lot more noticeable for for this. And since it's like an opening that was all sold out, like it's it, it is much more noticeable. But like, I mean, we are like living in a COVID world where people are constantly canceling things based on like, oh, Never mind. I think we're part of where you see the difference is if if I went to look for, you know, hotel availability, resort availability right now for those early dates, especially, it's not going to be there. If I'm looking for a client, there's not, a, it's slim pickings. And um, here, not so much. And it's at the price point, you know. Okay, so moving on to Disney Cruise Line. They are temporarily extending a final payment until 60 days prior to sailing, as well as relaxing their cancellation fee um, schedule for voyages through September 30th, 2022. Guests who are booked in unrestricted stateroom categories who have not yet reached their final payment due date can wait up to 60 days prior to their sailing to pay. Reservations with restrictions remain non-refundable and non-transferable. Onboard cruise activities can be scheduled within guest castaway club booking window once final payment is received. Most guests who cancel 60 days or more prior to their sailing will have no fee. Guests who cancel within 14 days of their sailing will have a fee of 100% of their vacation price. Say you get to the port and you have COVID. Are they giving their money back? I should know the answer to this. You have, to have, an in- you have to have the insurance. You do not get the money back unless you have the insurance. No, you don't even get it back with the insurance. I thought you did. I don't think so. I know Disney World, 
you aren't like they don't cover anything COVID. Well, if you mention like they cover sicknesses, other sicknesses, but not COVID. And I was like, I argue with somebody. I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute. You're telling me that's just wrong. <laughs> if that is wrong. If I am like, say I was supposed to be quarantined due to COVID, I'm. You won't give me my money back. You'd rather me go, because that doesn't seem right. Um, and they're like, no, we don't want you to go, but no, we won't give you your money back. <laughs> oh. Well, they have, you know, you can't get rid of it. They have those paragraphs every time you go to the Disney website. Yes. About the inherent risk of going to Disney World and COVID. So what if you change the dates and then a couple weeks down the road, then just cancel it? That I don't mm-hmm. know. I've seen many um, TikTok videos about that. Um, if you can't. Oh, this is awful. If you can't cancel a hotel room, you know, you're within that, whatever, 24 hours, 48 hours, then you just reschedule it, move the dates, and then call in and cancel it. That's what you do with dining reservations. Yep. That's what I was thinking. So why can't you do it that way? Just move the dates Might be able because to. I have COVID and then later down the road, I can't just cancel. Work the system, people. Work it, work it. <laughs> just my thought. <laughs> So here we go again. Supply chain issues have caused the build your own lightsaber station in Tatooine Traders at Disney's Hollywood Studios to temporarily close. Cast members said they currently don't have all of the parts needed for guests to build the plastic lightsabers. They said it would reopen as soon as they had the pieces, but weren't sure when that would be. Instead, cast members are using the space for pin trading, which I don't mind because that's fun in my book. This is sad for all guests that have pre-purchased their lightsaber experience. That is sad. Yeah, you have to reserve that. I remember um, one of my clients had to, I don't I think it was 60 days out, just like a dining reservation. And she had to call and prepay for her son's lightsaber. Now, I mean, this doesn't affect her because she's already been there and he got it. But what if your five-year-old was counting on that? I mean, that would be devastating. I'm glad the droids are still there, apparently, holding on. But this, I don't know, I feel like I've gotten used to this at the grocery store. When I went to buy dog food the other day, they didn't have our usual dog food. And I asked, you know, are you going to order this? And they said, well, if we can order it, but it, you know, we don't know if we're going to get it, even if we order it. (laughs) So Disney's experiencing the same thing. So over in California, a boat was derailed from the tracks of the Pirates of the Caribbean ride in Disneyland on Sunday. A TikTok user at Magical Disney Day, in case you want to go back and look at it, shared a video that he took and the boat was tilted to one side. It looks as though the back left corner of it was in the water while the front was lifted up. Guests were still in the vehicle, but nobody appeared to be harmed. It's unclear how the boat came off the track. Pirates of the Caribbean also experienced issues on this ride at Halloween when guests had to be evacuated after being stuck on it for 90 minutes. What is going on? <laughs> okay, I would like to be stuck on Pirates of the Caribbean for 90 minutes. <laughs> I don't know. Jack Sparrow was there. <laughs> My kids get tired of hearing every day when the alarms go off. Yo-ho, yo-ho, a pirate <laughs> for me. I love Pirates of the Caribbean. I'll be stuck with you, Gina. <laughs> so I have some fantastic news this is something that we have been reporting on and rumoring about for a very long time Uh, but the disney world tram system is back 
Disney is starting with the Transportation and Ticket Center in front of Magic Kingdom. Service started at 9 a.m. Sunday, December 19th, after a ribbon-cutting ceremony for cast members. Two trams were running on each side of the parking lot, which was split into Heroes and Villains. Oh, but, well, it's always split into Heroes and Villains. The tram <laughs> service is going to return to other Walt Disney World parks throughout 2022. Yay! Remember, make sure to keep track of where your car is. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. So Spider-Man No Way Home has grossed $587.2 million. It grossed $334.2 million at the international box office alone and surpassed predictions for its U.S box office it is only the sixth film to ever cross the 500 million mark during a launch weekend it's only the second film to ever achieve this without opening in china it is already the number six movie worldwide for 2021 beating all the other marvel films this year and it's likely to climb even higher on this list um this was Sony's biggest opening weekend ever and the third biggest opening weekend of all time globally. Did any of you guys go see it? I did. No, no, we're crazy. behind on the movies. We're not allowed to go out of order. I think it's exciting, though, because I think that people are just kind of like, there hasn't been a bunch of big stuff and people are ready to go see a movie. Yeah. And so this gave them an excuse to like, let's go do it. Okay, I, I'm going to go see Sing 2. It's not a Disney movie, but I love Sing. <laughs> I do too. It's a good movie. Disney's Typhoon Lagoon Water Park at Walt Disney World Resort is reportedly expected to reopen on January 2nd, 2022. Disney's Blizzard Beach Water Park was supposed to close for its annual refurbishment the day after Christmas. But this has been pushed back to January 1st, 2022, so that Walt Disney World has at least one water park open. We were expecting Disney's Typhoon Lagoon to open in December, but delays and refurbishment have pushed it back to that January 2nd date. The water parks receive an annual refurbishment, but Typhoon Lagoon has not reopened since March 2020 because the world fell apart at that time. <laughs> <laughs> Blizzard Beach remained closed for a year, finally reopening on March 7th, 2021. There still has been no official announcement released by Disney regarding the water park's reopening. Do you guys think it'll ever reopen? I don't know. We don't have time for the water parks when we go, so... Right? Yeah, we don't either. Well, I, really, the weather's going so up and down. It's supposed to be 60 degrees on Christmas morning, so uh, I don't know that you're going to even be going swimming when you're there. Your girls may be purple when they're swimming, but you and your husband will be sitting comfortably with a blanket on the side. They... Don't tell me that. I'm just be down there in February. I want it to be at least a little bit warm. My girls will happily swim. They're used to, they swim outside for swim team, so they... It would be absolutely nothing for them to hop in. They won't care. <laughs> no. That's hilarious. My kids are the same, though. When we go in December, the kids are, my kids are swimming. They don't care. <laughs> Give me a drink and my laundry and I'm good. <laughs> That's all I need is cool. Yeah, I'm looking at the weather for over Christmas at Disney, and it's saying, like, low 80s. <laughs> yep. It's better than here. I just, I'm, when we go, I want it to be like it was two years ago, and I know the likelihood of that happening is not high, but 
we wore jeans and sweatshirts every day, and I loved it. That's what we did last February when and Vicky. Well, except for the one day you guys had a warm day. But the we two, did, we did two have days one. that we were there, it was it was it was comfortable. Yeah. Well, thank you, Gina and Sarah, for joining Stephanie and myself this week for Rumors and News. If you're interested in being a guest on our show or you have a question or a comment, you can email us at mousecapadespodcast at gmail.com or text us at 636-395-0544. If you'd like to book a trip or you just want a free quote, you can text us Gina, Sarah, Stephanie, or me, Vicki, at 636-395-0544 or email us at yourstorytravel.com. Just a reminder that a $200 deposit will hold your reservation for any package, room, and ticket. So be sure to listen to Friday's show. We're going to be replaying the Candlelight Processional in honor of Christmas Eve. I can't believe it's almost here. I know. As always, thank you for listening to the number one podcast that entertains the space between your ears, the Mousecapades Podcast. Well, I don't want to close out the show before I say... Merry Christmas. We want to thank you for listening to us, and we hope that you have a fabulous Christmas. We will have some shows, but they might be reruns or just a little bit of this and a little bit of that um, while we celebrate the Christmas season. I think it's about that time, girls. Disney love. See you real soon. May all your dreams come true. Have a magical day, my friends. Bye.